Welcome to Riding Unicorns, the podcast about growth startups. I'm James Pringle, and I'm a technology entrepreneur and investor and the founder of Pringle Capital. My co-host is Hector Mason. Hector is a partner at B2B Investor Episode 1 Ventures. Our mission is to uncover what it takes to build a unicorn business. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Season 3 Roundup with Hector and I. We're just going to go through a little bit of a roundup of some of our best bits from Season 3 and also start to nod towards Season 4. So we're going to be announcing some of our lineup for that very exciting season four that's coming around the corner. So Hector, thanks very much for joining me. And maybe we could just start by picking out some of the best bits from season three. Yeah, let's do it. So I think um, season three has been a big one. I mean, it was kind of a breakthrough season for us in many ways where we were able to get on a lot of unicorn founders and for the first time, we really had that social proof that is so powerful that we could say to our prospective guests, we've had Alex Chesterman, so-and-so and so-and-so on the on the show, and people start to think, well, if it's good enough for them, then it's good enough for me. So that's been very powerful in getting great guests on. So I think that's certainly been the breakthrough for season three. And I know we're both really happy with that. And it's it's meant that we can speak to some really fascinating people who have actually been through that growth journey so i think with that in mind the the one that really springs to mind is guy from sneak they've been on such a crazy growth journey um they're now an eight billion i think it's eight billion dollar um their market cap or something like that i mean it's just just nuts it's a huge company it's one of the great b2b success stories of the decade and hearing Guy talk was amazing. He's such a Zen guy, clearly extremely smart and thoughtful, incredibly sort of organized thinker. And um, he'd had an amazing career up to starting Sneak and and then has grown Sneak into what is a huge company employing, I think, I think it's over a thousand people, maybe, maybe much more. And yeah, he had tons of insight, seemed just like a very genuine, humble guy. Um, and so, yeah, it was actually a real honor to speak to such an incredibly successful entrepreneur. I mean, I agree. That was a really amazing episode. As you say, the clarity of thought, it was sort of like made everything seem possible just by breaking it down and making it bite-sized and manageable, even building a massive unicorn with loads of different product lines. That was just cool the way he like explained the strategy. Definitely. And then I also really enjoyed our conversation with Michelle at, at Peanut. Uh, it was an episode where we got quite into the detail of a few things and had a real discussion rather than kind of an us asking questions, them answering. It was a real conversation around community building and zero to one and so, some quite operational stuff with, with some insight that is valuable and is, is quite hard to come by, actually. Yeah, founders are so busy that they're not spending their time kind of disseminating the information that they acquire through their actual experience. And so I think that's one of the great things about riding unicorns is that listeners do get access to that because when else are these founders sitting down for 40 minutes and speaking to you about building great companies that they're just not really unless you manage to sort of get them as an advisor to your company or something like that 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 was a particularly interesting episode and i think peanuts doing a very interesting thing and, and doing it really well yeah i think it was interesting to have those founders that were in the sort of late series a series b stage who weren't necessarily a unicorn but like michelle at peanut 
Jimmy at Urban, Andy at this. They were sort of making those decisions at the moment, which was kind of interesting, which is great to complement with some of the others that are sort of unicorn level and they're dealing with public markets and stuff, which is just crazy stuff. I often talk about how it's so valuable for us doing our jobs as VCs to speak to people who've made it as unicorn founders and, and late stage founders, because you can draw insight from those conversations and then kind of try and spot similar traits in early stage founders where we're investing. But I think it's it's important to speak to people across all the stages, because if you speak to the people only at late stage, what they say is skewed by their experience. So of course, they're going to speak about this thing that they've done awesomely, because they're now there and they're now able to speak about how well they hired. But at the time, rewind five years ago, they might not have known that they were hiring amazingly. They might have thought they were and had a hunch that they were, but they might not have known that for a fact. And so it's just it's just an interesting thing, kind of speaking to people through all different stages of startups and and kind of trying to glean some insight from them. Absolutely. They complement the, the unicorn founders conversation so well. Obviously, the unicorn founders, there's sort of a longer journey, more to talk about often uh, in terms of like how they did it. But yeah, having people who are doing it is just as valuable. So yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Been a fantastic season. But James, I, I won't let you get away with not offering up your favorite moments. Yeah, I really liked, well, I liked a lot of the episodes. I thought that Jonathan Aircool was so full of enthusiasm it was so great and fun to record and he probably has a more interesting and less conventional background to a lot of the other guests and so that was a episode of true sort of hard work resilience fighting against some of the odds to to get to being very successful even the idea of air cool is maybe not just like unicorn on paper but the fact that he's worked so hard to build such a successful company against the sort of recommendations of big telecoms execs and things like that. It's just a really great story of resilience more than anything, which I, which I love. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he got so deep. I mean, he's got grit and he got really deep and was very open about his tough childhood and the odds were stacked against him. And yeah, I mean, as you say, he took on an archaic industry where that's tough. But we, we love it when our guests get deep and it's hard on a business podcast to get them to open up because they're in business mode. Maybe we can we can try and do that a little bit more in season four. Hopefully. And I think we've already started recording some of them. And I know that we are trying to you know get a little bit more understanding of the people as much as the business. So it's definitely something we want to exaggerate in season four. It's one of those things where it feels like this would be a great opportunity to be like, no, phone in on 07101 to tell us whether you'd like to see more deep conversations. <laughs> but we can't do that. We don't have a phone number and we don't even have an air call digital phone number. So we can't even do that. But I, I also really liked Nigel Verdun from Rails Bank and Tom Leaves from Motorway. I think what's interesting about those two characters is they've done multiple successful businesses, some unicorn, some not, but still very successful. And they're just sort of their context of going through it multiple times was very interesting 
things that they'd repeated that had worked in both situations, things that had worked in one that hadn't worked in the other that was right for the first company, but not for the second. So that that further level of experience of just doing it multiple times. It becomes much harder to disagree or argue with their insight once they've kind of proven it over multiple times. So yeah, no, I completely agree. And yeah, having having entrepreneurs who've done it successfully multiple times, the, these are people who actually can count on their advice or you should be able to. So it's been yeah, amazing to have these sorts of people on the, the show. Yeah, for sure. And we were sort of quite lucky to kick it all off with Alex Chesterman, who obviously has also done it multiple times and is probably the leader of the the most prominent high growth, high in your face type consumer business at the moment, literally everywhere you go is kazoo. And uh, personally, it was just really exciting to do that. And I think, as you said at the beginning, that did allow us to kind of book more guests. It definitely meant more people in our networks kind of standing up and noticing what we were doing so it got us into the big league it did so i guess that's probably a good time for us to start talking about season four a little bit so season four we're mixing it up in the sense that it's not all founders for season four season three was but season four we're going to have a few vc investors as well as some founders And we're going to have a bit of a balance between some unicorns, some kind of series A, series B, and some much earlier stage businesses as well. So that's quite exciting. Hector, you've got the list in front of you. Which one are you particularly excited about? I think it is important to to mention that we are very excited about having more of a cross-section of the venture ecosystem in, in its next season, because I think... Apart from anything, we want the podcast to be relatable and only having unicorn founders on it is cool, but it's not always relatable. And the reality is that five, 10 years after founding, these unicorn founders you know, might forget what it's like in the early stages. And, and actually, we think it's comforting and valuable for other early stage founders to hear from other early stage founders and hear what advice and insight they can give. So yeah, good reason for mixing it up a little bit um, and we'll we'll respond to feedback. So we're looking forward to hearing what people think of it. But from season four, from my big blue book that I have open in front of me of names, I'm excited to have Gabriel from Primer, one of the sort of hot companies of 2021 and um fintech b2b i'm a b2b investor um, at episode one and so naturally i get interested by the b2b companies that we have on the show and primer has been so far a huge success and it'll be great to hear how a company scales remote first distributed team so it'll be good to hear some insight around that the other one that i'm looking forward to is is hearing from sanctus because you know they've set out very mission driven trying to solve mental health in the workplace fundamentally and James the founder there is going to have huge insight into what's going on in employees and founders minds Um, and we can get the inside scoop there which is going to be going to be really interesting and um, hopefully we can get James to open up a little bit I'm sure he has good reason for founding Sanctus and I'm sure I'm sure his motivations run deep so I think it's going to be interesting to hear from him yeah absolutely 
so James was my first ever boss out of university. So I know his journey fairly well, but there's a lot that I think the world needs to hear about why he built Sanctus and how he's building it. So I'm also excited about that. We have Don McGregor from Fearless Adventures who helped co-found Social Chain with Stephen Bartlett, who is probably the most prominent individual in the UK at the moment with his appearances on Dragon's Den and uh, obviously his own podcast, Diary of the CEO. So, and then also I'd say uh, we have Victor from Free Trade, which again is kind of one of the kind of fintech darlings. And obviously I work a bit more in the fintech space and I'm a very, very small shareholder in it through crowdfunding. And it's very exciting to be part of. I'm a user and Victor wasn't actually a co-founder. I don't think he like joined very early when it was like pre-product, but there was a team and he came in and he basically helped get them to where they are today. And the marketing side of that business is kind of fascinating and he's the CMO. So it's pretty cool. It's going to be interesting to hear about that. That's going to be a great episode. I reckon our listener base probably like 99.9 percent of them have a free trade account so i reckon about 99.9 percent of our listeners would have had an email or, or about a thousand emails from victor <laughs> exactly yeah and then we've also got like julie from the cheeky panda which is a very kind of eco-focused business so that would be really cool that's also done crowdfunding so more some of our listeners may also be small shareholders in that um, and then we've got some VCs, like very high, high profile VCs, we've got Hussein from Hoxton, who have just raised a $215 million fund, something like that. It's, yeah, one of the biggest seed funds that's been announced so far this year. And we also have Katie, who's a partner at Jamjar, which is a consumer investor, and Paul from Lightspeed. And Paul has been in the venture world for a while, and he's dabbled on both sides and things. So that will be really interesting because uh, last season we had George from Sequoia, which is a big US firm, broadening its arms in Europe. And Paul is kind of doing the same thing at Lightspeed. So that will be a, a really interesting one. Yeah, it's going to be a great episode with Paul. And I think particularly given his his experience on both sides of the table. Um, I remember we had when we had Joe White from Notion on the show, that, that was a really good episode because it is... It's just interesting hearing from people who've sat both sides of the table and they have more insight. And, you know, it's also interesting hearing about motivations and what draws them back to being a founder and back to being a VC. And so it'll be great to hear his journey. We'll probably just hand the mic to Paul and let him speak. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was listening back to Joss's episode from Notion the other day and it is very, very good. Season two, if anyone's interested. So yeah, so we've got some really exciting stuff coming. Um, and we've also been doing our newsletter, which is growing quickly, which is really exciting. So if you're not already, please go and subscribe to that. And we may also be looking at doing some live events as well. So uh, that's also going to be something exciting that will be over the next few months. To wrap up, it's been um, a fantastic season. And... Thank you to all of, of you who have been our listeners for a long time, hopefully. And just remember to to share it amongst your friends. Tell people in you know who run startups or work for them or who want to become founders to have a listen. Because if you do listen to the episodes, you really do glean insight. And 
I actually keep a little notes page of insight from our calls with these founders because you do notice the common traits um, and common bits of advice and insight from across the conversations and and those add up to be very meaningful so it genuinely is genuine value in, in listening to all of the episodes and and I think that's what I love about it and I hope that's what lots of our listeners love about this podcast so we're going to keep on delivering that insight and hopefully you're going to continue enjoying listening to the episodes and yeah super excited about season four it's gonna be a more varied season which we're excited about so yeah see you all there well, we won't see you but you'll hear us there <laughs> yeah please subscribe and subscribe to the newsletter to get the episodes in your inbox that's the one way you guarantee never to miss an episode see you in season four